Hey everybody, good morning, good afternoon, good evening to you, uh, wherever you are, whatever time it is where you are. Thank you for joining me for another podcast episode. Um, this episode is going to be about some things that I saw last night about Kanika Jenkins' situation. Now, it may not be correct. I may not be dead on, you know, spiritual communication is not always going to be super, super accurate because sometimes it's hard to see people's faces sometimes it's hard to get the details just right um of course we know there are such things as lower vibrational entities like demons and uh jinn and you know even other uh entities like other types of fallen angels or creatures who can affect your spiritual sight but i want to say that i am doing my best to get everything that I see and pick up on as accurate as possible and deliver it as accurately as possible. Now, what I say may not be what someone else says. Uh, what I see and pick up on may not be what someone else picks up on. There was a commenter who said that, um, well, everybody's not, nobody's using the God-given intellect and logic logic uh, that they have. We know that Kanika was not walking them hallways. She was dragged to carry. First of all, I've heard that. But I'm talking about when I say she walked, I'm using this in, in a theoretical manner. If you know what theory is, right? Hypothetical. So the theory out there is that Kanika Jenkins did not walk those hallways. That that was another girl. Well, my theory is that she did walk those hallways, but that was a different time period before she was ever attacked. Okay. All right. So. That's my theory. So when I talk about walking hallways, I'm just talking about it on a, sur a surface aspect because none of us knows everything. None of us knows exactly what happened because if we knew exactly what happened, all of them motherfuckers would be in jail. Huh? And if you know so much about the case, commenter, then maybe you ought to do a series on Kanika since you know so much and you have so much logic. And like one of my other beautiful subs said, it's time to stop paying attention to what we see with our flesh eyes and use the third eye, a.k.a. spirit. And I agree with that. See, all of this looking at tapes and doctor tapes and uh, fucked up timestamps and doctor photos and photoshopped photos has not gotten people where they need to go as far as figuring this shit out. Nobody told you is that I'm aware of what the fuck E-Force was, but me. Is there anybody on YouTube that told you what the fuck that shit was? but me okay so see i used my logic that you want to talk about commenter i used my logic to go into the fucking pharmacology books and look and to go into the dea files and fucking look and figure the shit out all right so just don't come on my page with that bullshit talking about well we all know well i don't care what you know i'm talking about spiritual communication as well as what facts that we see now you're talking about the higher ups laughing. The higher ups been laughing. <laughs> they laugh at you every day because you slaving on a job and you paying taxes. I mean, come on. Big deal. Who cares if they're laughing? This is not about them laughing. I told you the FBI was involved. Y'all don't y'all may not believe that shit, but one day it's gonna come out. One day it's gonna come out. I told you magicians and warlocks were involved, including some African men. Somebody came and confirmed that there was an African man said to be there. 
at the hotel, okay? So, my point is, what meta-psyche paradigm analyses type readings are that I have coined for my channel that I've created is a mixture of logical deduction, spiritual communication, hidden meanings, gematria, conspiracy theory, uh, deep diving, so to speak, on multiple layers, including tarot, astrology, numerology, uh, life paths, and so on and so forth. It's a lot involved there. I will, excuse me, have to do a more succinct definition of what meta-psyche paradigm analysis is. I think I already defined it, but I'll, I'll make it more in-depth so that people who are new to the channel, they're curious about what that is and why that title is used on the Dion Warwick and Burt Bacharach uh, reads and stuff, why it's used. And I'll make another video or podcast episode explaining it. But I want to know because of what I saw last night. Did whoever hit Kanika in the face use brass knuckles? Now, I don't know, but I saw two people holding her, two girls, excuse me, three people, two girls and a, and a man. And it was those people in the video. Now, I have not watched all the footage. So before commenters come on my page talking about, well, you didn't see, and you ain't know. I ain't got time to watch 2000 motherfucking videos out there about that hallway in that hotel. I don't have time to do that, y'all. I just don't. I don't. And even if I had time to do it, even if I dedicated day and night to screening all that information, guess what? It wouldn't even matter. I live overseas. No evidence that I come up with is going to help her case as far as them solving it because they're still letting the killers roam free. So it really doesn't matter. I'm just doing it so that whoever's out there that cares. If other people have come up with this information, they don't feel like they're the crazy one or they're the only one. That's all. I hope that something will help. But even if I spent day and night screening all the videos and all the footage and uncovering all the photoshopped fit, uh, pictures. None of it would really matter because if they don't want to prosecute these people, they're not going to do it. Okay. So black people don't get in your feelings about what I'm talking about on my channel, please. You guys who are new. Don't get in your feelings telling me how I'm not using logic and this is what happened and that's not it. If you know so much, how about you go solve the case and make sure they prosecute them people if you know so much. If you knew so much, like I told that commenter, you'd be a god ruling over a planet somewhere. So just don't come at me with the shade and the snark. That's all I'm saying because I'm doing the best that I can. I'm not trying to uh, make any mistakes or be inaccurate. I'm trying to do the best that I can to ask questions and to think about things and to use logical deduction to try to figure out things that people are not talking about everybody's hung up on the videos right now i didn't mention them but like my sub said you have to come out of looking at what you see and go in the spirit because you're only going to get more information by coming out of the 3d and going in the spirit so i want to know was kanika hit in the face or is there any evidence that she was hit in the face with brass knuckles? Or was it just a balled up fist? Because I saw two things. I saw somebody. Now, I don't know if this was right, though, as far as the first time. I saw a man hit her in the face with his bare fist. 
and then he put on a pair of brass knuckles now you know how a man will put on or a person put on brass knuckles and they kind of like they squeeze their hand and they push the knuckles that push the uh, brass knuckles down to make sure they fit and then they kind of like flex their hand and then they get they they reel back and they swing i saw him punch her in the face like that and then a tooth a tooth flew out of her mouth once again the same thing happened with nipsey hustle that i saw somebody kicked him in the mouth now i don't know if he's really missing a tooth or whether that was a spiritual tooth but i saw that somebody kicked him in the mouth when they were beating him up but kanika let me let me let you hear this right quick this is how the tooth sounded when i saw it hit the floor hold on y'all i'm gonna get something now i'm not on tile but i want y'all to hear it. i'm on wood i'm on i think these might be birch wood floors but i want y'all to hear how this shit hit the floor right i'm gonna try to find something that's just the right size so y'all can hear it and i'm gonna go in the bathroom and i'm gonna go on a tile floor that looks just like the tile floor that would have been in that fucking kitchen freezer area hold on just a second okay okay y'all so i'm in the bathroom right this is how the tooth sounded when it hit the floor but it didn't roll like that it just it just dropped like on the tile like that let me try to do it again but i'm wondering if they did that in an area of the kitchen or in some um, food sorry i wonder if they did that in an area of the kitchen or in some food preparation area because i saw it like that in an area like that where and there was a drain on the floor so if they had beat her up real bad which i believe they did and a lot of people said they did they would have probably done it in an area where they could easily rinse the evidence away, rinse the blood, the blood spatter away. Now, somebody, one of those girls picked that tooth up and put it in her pocket. If Kanika really lost the tooth, this I'm just telling you what I saw. It may not have happened exactly like this. Hell, this is just spiritual communication. I could be wrong, y'all. I'm always going to say that in transparency. But one of those girls picked the tooth up and put it in her pocket and was grinning like eh, like like yeah like oh, i got me a trophy or whatever and somebody did the same thing to to, to nipsey you know what i'm saying if somebody kept that tooth they still got it to this day if he really lost the tooth like i said if it was not a, just a spiritual thing that i saw and if it was a literal tooth that came out the only people that would know that would be his family members and whoever performed an autopsy if an autopsy was indeed performed okay but one of the girls that was holding kanika was she had on white i don't know these girls i have not even had time y'all it's been so much going on pardon me i have not even had time to look into each one of these girls individually that's how much shit been going on um one of them had on white and one of them looked like the girl. Now, I don't know these girls' names. So, like, if if they stand, so, like, in the Facebook video, right, I know who Irene is. 
but I don't know who Shamaya and Bri-Bri is. And Monifa. I can't tell Shamaya, Bri-Bri, and, and Monifa apart. I don't know. Like, I can't pick and say, oh, that's Monifa. Oh, that's Shamaya. Oh, that's Bri-Bri. I don't know. If I see either one of them, I don't know who's who is my point. Because I haven't had time to research them and, and put a name to a face. But this one had on white, so it could have been either one of them. But Spirit said it was Monifa. And Blood Splatter did get on her shirt. And she found it funny. Now the second girl that was, because there was two girls on Kanika's right side. And then there was a man. It was the dude who had the red hat on. Or the red uh, bandana or whatever that red cloth looking thing was on his head that we saw roaming the hallways. He was on the left side. The only real one that was taking glee out of this taking glee out of the situation was the girl in white. Whichever one that is. Like I said, Spirit said it's Monifa. But the second girl, she was doing her job and trying to hold Kanika, but Kanika was still like she wasn't so out of it that she didn't try to kick the man who punched her away. She tried a couple of times, but by that time, like, you know, when you are like it's kind of like if you can imagine this being in a boxing ring and you just been hit multiple times and you're you're barely able to stand. Well, imagine that kind of stature and weakness on top of drugs being in your system and them having drugged you. And then you got three people holding you. Imagine that. So she was not able to fight that dude off and she was not able to fight them off. From what I saw now. The one who punched her is his name, Zach, because this dude was on all, in all black. Now, now my spirit said that he used, like I said, brass knuckles and because he wasn't going to fuck up his pretty hands. And I don't know Zach and I've never seen a picture of him, but I just know his name from the videos and the comments, people commenting. That he was, you know, that he was the one with the long looking knife thing in his hand going in the elevator, I think, or going on a video, walking somewhere in a video. Well, my spirit said that that's, that was not a knife. That was a baton. Like. Like a steel type baton that it was not a knife or a machete. Because who's going to walk around with a big ass knife like that? Like most people going to have that shit on tuck. That was a baton or some kind of metallic stick device to, to crack goddamn kneecaps and crack crack hands and break knuckles and shit. That's what the fuck that was, in my opinion. But he was the one who punched Kanika in the face because then he used them. I saw him in the vision. Now, like I said, it's some crazy ass shit. You ain't got to believe it. But I saw him in a vision. He punched her the first time in the face with a bare hand. And he was like, God damn, God damn. And then he was like, man, fuck this shit. Because at first he wasn't going to use no brass knuckles from what I saw. And then he put them on and hit her again. I only saw him hit her twice. So, pardon me, y'all. I'm sorry. I'm so congested. I'm sorry, y'all. I just got up this morning, got, got myself freshened up and everything. And decided to go ahead and come on and do uh, this podcast episode to tell you guys about what I saw. Because... I didn't want to forget it. I know how spirits do. They will make me forget details. Very important details at that. 
So my theory is that um, if that was indeed really Kanika walking the hallways, kind of wandering and staggering and stuff, that my theory is that that happened before they ever attacked her and before the sexual assault. My theory is that they drugged her, um, put something in her drink, offered her something uh, before they ever got to the hotel, maybe en route, maybe in the car. And then by the time she got to the hotel, she was really feeling it. And those, maybe that video is before they ever took her to the room and, you know, the sexual assault and the rape happened before they ever attacked her. If that's not a separate girl, because a lot of people are saying, no, that is Kanika. So if that's really Kanika in that video wandering them hallways, then that means the video is the timing is off. It means it's video from before the attack ever happened when she first got there okay because all of them look real clean nobody looks like they've been fighting nobody look like they you know amped up and ham and shit they all look calm now even if you're not the one being attacked if you're fighting somebody or trying to hold somebody down your adrenaline is going to be pumping you're going to be upset you're going to be sweating perspiring you can go take a shower you'll still look flustered though even after you shower and dry off you'll still look flustered you know same for working out you can work out or whatever, take a shower. You still, it's going to take your body a while to calm down. That's my point. And the way Kanika was wandering around, she couldn't have just been raped and sexually assaulted. She couldn't have just been beat up. That was before. <laughs> That's my theory. Now, I could be wrong, but that wandering of the hallways with the dude that I said that was a fake ass vacuum cleaner, that wasn't no real vacuum cleaner on his back, that I think that was a biological waste device. Yeah, that footage. That was before she ever went to the room, before she ever got attacked in the kitchen. That's my theory. Now, from what, from the timeline of how I saw it in the spiritual realm, uh, I can't really pinpoint. I'm going to have to go back in, so to speak, because I can't be sure that when they hit her, they didn't do it before the rape. Like, I'm not sure whether they hit her before the rape or after because there was blood on the bed from what people said. So I don't know if they hit her before or after, but I think that if they hit her before, there would be a lot more blood than what people were able to see in those little uh, small frames of the video. But it could have been after. But my spirit feel like they might have even attacked her before because... If you rape somebody and then you feel like you want to beat them up afterwards, that's too risky. Usually men or women or whoever is attacking will beat the victim up and then rape them. So that's why I think it's a higher likelihood that they beat her up first and then raped her. They probably maybe cleaned her face up some. I don't know. Now, the way I saw it was they put something, could have put something in her drink. My theory is and how I feel is they could have put something in her drink on the way on route they get out they pull up to the hotel they get out of the car they go in you know by that time it's really getting into her system and then you know they they kind of do their roaming around the hallways for whatever reason of their setup and then they end up going upstairs to the room eventually now I saw a vehicle, so any of you who live around there or who know these people, you can tell me whether this is accurate or not. Does anybody related to this Kanika Jenkins case or anybody around, even in the periphery of the case, meaning her sister, her mama, 
uh, any of them friends, Shemaya, Bri Bri, Monifa, Irene, Irene, nigga, or Irene, man, or Irene, friend, Irene, cousin, anybody around there, do anybody own a black Type S Nissan Altima? Because that's the kind of car I saw them get out of. Now, at first, I couldn't even see the fucking car. At first, I said, was that a Toyota Corolla? I said, no, that shit looked different than a Corolla. I said, no, that's a that's a recent model motherfucking Nissan Altima. And then I saw the back of the fucking car and it had a red S on it. So that that I I know it's a fucking Altima, but I could be confusing it for a Corolla. I know my cars, but the, it was crazy. Somebody, it was like the car was morphing on the outside. Like it looked like a Corolla, but it, like I felt like it was an Altima. And Spirit said, no, it's a Nissan Altima. So let's just say black Toyota Corolla S or Nissan Altima S. One of them two. Do anybody around them, if y'all know, y'all can comment if you feel led to or if you feel okay commenting. Do anybody around that whole situation, has anybody been seen in a black Nissan Altima S? Do they own one or a Toyota Corolla S? Okay. And the reason why I want to say that is because that's the kind of car I saw them get out of. And there was a driver. The driver did not get out and go into the hotel, though. Now, I have not had the chance to look at the area of the Crown Plaza Hotel in Chicago. I have not been able to go on Google Earth and walk the street or any of that. That's something I still have to do that, like I said, there's been a lot going on. But I just want to give you all those details. Now, a lot of people say, well, how did all of them fit in a Corolla? Because it's small, right? That's why I'm thinking it was probably an Altima. <clears throat> but I don't know why I saw a Corolla. So, you know, for three, obviously all of them didn't come in the same car. Because the dude in all black that's allegedly named Zach, I didn't see him get out of that car. It was the girls and one dude that got out of the car. So it was two girls and one guy, including Kanika that got out of that black car, whether it was a Corolla or an Altima. But I didn't see how the other people came yet. I don't know if I'll ever be able to see that, but they could have already been there. But I'm just telling you the little scene that I saw. And if anybody works at the Crown Plaza or has been able to go to the hotel, is there a place what i want to know is you don't have to answer but i'm just posing theoretical questions because this is what i saw and what i feel is there a place in that hotel kitchen that has a drain area that would be like for a butcher area or kitchen preparation area it's not the freezer but it's got the same kind of tile on the floor as the freezer that same brown tile of brick is there an area in that kitchen that has a drain on the floor and there's metal around steel and it would look like an area where you would prepare food, where you could even butcher meat and where you could, you know, bleach like in your in the restaurant business and in the kitchen or catering business, you have to bleach your kitchen down and clean it top to bottom sometimes. So you have to spray hot water everywhere. You have to bring in sometimes a professional service to spray that hot water in there so ideally you need a floor with a drain 
So I want to know was that is that an area in that kitchen? And when I try, when I get the information, when I go look, hopefully I can find it. But I don't know. Now, um, as far as Rick James goes, um, I am going to do another Kanika Jenkins reading in a few days. I am going to do more. I just need to have a little time to uh, look up some more information, do a little more research. Um, because like I said, there's so much information out there and there's some footage that I haven't had a chance to look over. There are pictures and things that I haven't had a chance to look over. But when it comes to Rick James, Rick James, um, I know now why his face popped up when I saw Jeffree Star. Rick James is a, um, he's like a Dorian Gray type of dude. Now, Dorian Gray, the story, uh, excuse me, the picture of Dorian Gray is a book by Oscar Wilde. And Oscar Wilde was a dandy, which was basically a bisexual man. Now, Rick James was not bisexual to my knowledge, but he has that energy of, you know, with the wigs and the tight pants and the late being a ladies man and the glitter and all that. But he uh, spoke last night and asked me to read him. And I was like, why you want me to read you? Because I wanted to make sure it was really his energy and his spirit saying that. I ain't want no demon fucking with me. They don't do that to me, though. They don't come and try to fool me and say, oh, hi, I'm Betty White. Do a reading for me. No, they don't do that shit to me because they know I can smell them from a mile away. Like, I can smell them coming from a mile away. They don't even try to trick me like that. So... I basically did my little tester to see if it was really Rick James. And he was like, yeah, like, I would like for you to do some discussion about me and read me. And um, he said he wanted me to read him and Tina Marie. I don't know if something's going to come out that people didn't know about like they did with I'm sure insiders may have knew about Dion and Bert, but the public didn't figure that shit out. <laughs> well, I said they secret lovers. Yeah. Well, maybe something, maybe he wants something to come out about him and Tina, but I don't feel comfortable reading Tina Marie. Like that's kind of, he, he's like, he's like, yeah, I want you to read me and Tina Marie. And I was like, I don't feel comfortable because Tina's a sweetheart to me. And she, even though she had her own problems, like I was just listening to her music two weeks ago and it's funny that now here come Rick James popping up it's probably because me and my husband were playing her music and he was playing her music um loud in the house but Rick um from what I heard him say he said that it's the reason why he I said why are you coming to me he said well word gets around just like they do with Miss with Alexis K Tyler word gets around and we want you we want you to say some shit you know um, but I got a, he was like, well, if you don't want to read Tina, then I, but I got a question. Did Rick James ever call women doll? I want you to do a read for me, doll. Hey, doll. Did he ever talk like that? Because that's how he talked to me. And I want to make sure it's him. Like, I'm not, like I said, I usually don't have no confusion, but that, that part stuck out to me. The doll title. Hey doll. Hey. Yeah, I would I want you to read me. 
does he ever did he ever talk like that like i need to find that shit out i need because if, if i find out that's how he talked if he used that title for women then i'll know that's you not saying that demons can't pose as other people but demons don't do me like that they don't fuck with me like that like i said the only time they come around me is is to play little tricks but they don't even do that like that no more i don't got way i don't fought their ass so tough so tough and so many times that they don't even trick try to trick me no more because they know they can't get the one-ups on me all the time like like when i was really really young teenager and even back then they wasn't getting me all the time but i done fought them literally fought them like in hand-to-hand combat y'all like y'all would not believe this shit y'all would not fucking believe it hand-to-hand motherfucking like just throwing just swinging hand-to-hand goddamn combat wrestling in the bed all kind of shit and i know people who have had these experiences so i'm not crazy i know people who demons will fuck with them and they get up and be fighting them like like you know we scrapping on the street bitch they be fighting them and then the demons be laughing because like nigga you think you're gonna fight me you in the flesh i'm in the spirit bitch <laughs> i can walk through the wall and be gone you talking about man but they come and they do that for whatever reasons but it's always a test so i done passed them tests years ago so they don't really come and try little tricks with me but they were messing with me yesterday when i was talking about jeffree star they were messing with my verbiage my speech they were making me skip words and miss words that i was reading they were trying to tongue tie me is what i'm saying so they were messing with me yesterday because they didn't want me talking about Jeffree Star being a vampire. Well, allegedly. Now, Jeffree Star is allegedly a vampire. But I am I mean what I say. I have to say allegedly because of the legal implications. But I mean what the fuck I'm saying. He is. And there are several types of vampires out there. Don't, don't just let... It's not just the Nosferatu type or the Strigoi, which is a Strigoi type. I think it's called Strigoi... Strigoi strigoi bantu it's, it's a special latin name but the nosferatu that uh bella lugosi played that is the type of vampire that's called strigoi and if you watch the strain on hulu that i recommended yesterday in the jeffree star podcast episode those are strigoi in that in that series five seasons i'm telling you it's a lot of information in there uh and also, the vampire leaders in that show were very, 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 very rich, y'all. So that was more confirmation of what I said about them being rich. But there's a bunch of different types of vampires in different cultures. But um, when it comes to Jeffrey, I'll have to do some more talk about that another time. Because he's, the like I said, allegedly the... Bella Lugosi, spindly fingers, strigoi type. That's his, that is his undercover identity. And that's one of the reasons why he wears wigs all the time. Because strigoi don't have any hair. Now I'm not saying he doesn't have any hair. Because you can get hair replacement therapy and you can get hair implants. But even in the strain, there was a strigoi that had an amazing fucking wig, y'all. That, that German dude in the strain had a lace wig for your ass now we ain't talking about no hd lace we talking about some nasa space galactic futuristic 2050 year 2050 type lace he had lace on (laughs) a lace wig on 
a lace toupee rather but it was a lace wig he had other prostheses that he used but you'll just have to watch the show to see that so allegedly this is what jeffree star does and that's one of the reasons why he's heavily into makeup because of the strigoi the german man in the strain also knew how to beat that face bitch <laughs> he knew how to beat that face with some foundation and that neck and cover all of that shit up okay you'll see it if you watch it you'll see it now one of my commenters shout out to ross singer i hope i'm pronouncing your name right shout out much love to you and much respect i appreciate all your wonderful comments thank you so much very inspiring to me uh i told raw singer that i that that black cat on the tarot cards the queen and the king of wands always talks to me <clears throat> and and he said well it's good to know that i'm not the only one that cat talks to and I was like, yeah, I said, but I'm going to tell you a story on my next podcast episode about a real talking black cat. So here is the story. And it's a true story. So there was a friend, of, there was uh, the stepfather of a friend of mine who was a, a retired police deputy. But at this time that this experience happened, he was active duty. He was a sheriff's deputy working in the backwoods of South Carolina. Now, I'm from South Carolina and there's a lot of rural areas now the the daughter who was my friend and neighbor um she also had a separate story where she saw a werewolf now her stepfather told me that when he was a young deputy he had not been on the force more than a couple years he was sent out to patrol this area in the country where somebody said they had seen a bonfire and of course you know in South Carolina, with all the farms and the trees, if you see a bonfire, you're most people are kind of concerned about that because it can get out of hand and, and burn up acres and acres and acres of land, which you people in Europe will probably call it hectares. So he goes out there, sees all these people gathered around the bonfire, and so he parks his car. They're out in a field. They're, you know, I would say probably 200 yards from the roadway so he parks on the side of the roadway and then starts approaching this group of people and then as he gets closer there he sees that there's a big boiling cauldron on the fire right big big fire and then he's he pauses for a moment and stops in his track and watches uh one of these individuals who's around the fire take a black cat and hold the cat over the boiling water and at that moment when they put the cat over the water the cat said what the hell are you doing i'm i'm not lying to you this man been on the police was in the police for a long time was a police officer for a long long time okay and from what i remember him saying he also went to the fbi academy okay so lucid is my point he said, the cat said, what the hell are y'all doing? And he said he saw the cat speak. He saw the cat. It wasn't just like from some loudspeaker. It wasn't nobody else's voice. The cat spoke. Black cat spoke, said, what the hell are y'all doing? And, and when he saw that, he said he took off running back to his car and drove off. He wasn't, he wasn't fucking with that shit. But see, this is the same man, same gentleman that told me 
that a lady that really wanted him real bad put some stuff in his food and that he felt like he had a snake in his belly after he ate it that he had to go to a witch doctor to get it out so my point is there's a lot of shit that goes on in the world don't let the industry fool y'all into thinking that what they show y'all in these movies is make-believe okay the chilling tales of sabrina salem that black cat would speak because it had a familiar it was a familiar so all i'm saying is don't write this stuff off as real and possible now when he told me the experience of seeing that that black cat speak i believed him immediately i could tell he was telling the truth and then his daughter my friend she was driving once again in the backwoods of south carolina around two or three o'clock in the morning and you know that time frame two or three o'clock in the morning that's when the veil is the thinnest as they say and things come out at night that usually may not be out earlier in the earlier part of the night she was driving down this back road and there was nobody on the road in either direction it was only her and she was driving and all of a sudden she sees these this big hairy dog looking creature sitting on the edge of the road just right on the edge right on the shoulder just like maybe a foot away from the asphalt the gravel i mean excuse me the asphalt or the roadway and it was looking up the road towards her approaching car it had glowing red eyes she said the eyes on that thing glowed like brake lights and so she she was so scared that she started praying um as she drove by she closed her eyes and just kind of like oh god please please don't allow this thing to jump out in front of my car or attack me as she drove by and she closed her eyes and when she coasted past it she opened her eyes and saw that it was still sitting there but it never turned its head towards her car it just kept looking back up the road towards the direction from which she came now at first when she told me that story i thought it might have been a hellhound but i got it confused she said no it was a werewolf now there is uh you know different urban legend stuff out there and pop culture stuff out there that says that werewolves have yellow eyes but i don't think that's always true you know anything is possible uh i've personally like they can say hybrids have orange eyes like a mixture between like they say the vampires have red which they do in the strain in that show on hulu they have red glowing eyes their eyes glow like fucking brake lights and then they say the werewolves have yellow eyes which if i'm not mistaken in shadow hunters they do have yellow eyes they might have even had yellow eyes in Twilight, but I can't remember. It's been so long since I saw the Twilight series. But then they say the hybrid, the hybrid between a lycanthrope and a vampire is going to have red because yellow and orange is red. So maybe this was a hybrid creature, but she said it was so hairy and big that it, it was unmistakable for a werewolf. But um, I'm just glad nothing happened to her because like, you know, just be careful about driving in the backwoods of some country areas because a lot of people back there are um 
depending on where you are, a lot of people practice a lot of uh, folk magic and um, black magic. And, you know, there are people that say there's no such thing as black and white magic. It's just magic. Well, that's true, you know, um, but there are a lot of people who practice a lot of shit. And just be careful when you on back roads at night, two, three o'clock in the morning. Okay, just be careful because two to three a.m. is the main time of the night when people die. And the reason for that is because the spirits are active and that's when it's easy to overtake them because their body is usually at its weakest point. The reason why the body is usually at its weakest point is because the spirit gets up and wanders, astral travel. And when that spirit is away from that body, if you cut that silver cord, as they call it, if you cut that cord, you can kill the body. This is depicted in that show Sleepy Hollow with Nicole Bahari and Tom Meissen. Sleepy Hollow is also on Hulu all five seasons. They depict astral projection and astral travel. And if he he warns her, if that cord is cut, when my spirit is away from my body, my body will die. I will die and I will perpetually be out of body. Dead. Dead to the body. Absent with the body, but one with the most higher. Absent with the body, one with God, as they say. So, there's a lot that people practice in the backwoods of different places, especially in America, but in all kinds of countries. So, just be careful if you have to be out at that time of night. Make sure you have some prayers, some protection. Um, and, like I said, I'll talk more about spiritual remedies and protection other times. I'm not a professional at this stuff, or and I'm not a, you know... Uh, I don't have any special titles or anything like that or special recognition or and I don't have any special initiation. You know, I just been taught by the most high in my experiences. That's and, and, and my own research and understanding of what's right and what's not right. So if I read something and it don't agree with my spirit, then chances are, you know, it just don't it just it ain't right for me. It doesn't mean that it's not right for another person. But I will talk with you all soon. Don't want to make this too long. I hope that you'll have a blessed rest of your week. And I will be uh, doing another Kanika Jenkins reading within a couple of days. So as far as Mr. Rick James goes, uh, he was very nice, very gentlemanly, you know, but I could tell, you know, I could tell that he's patient. He would like for me to do a read, but he's not in a rush, at least not right now. You know, they can change their mind. That's really strange that he popped up and I knew it had to be another reason. And then last night I heard his voice. So y'all have to tell me in the comments whether he ever called girls a doll or women doll. Hey, doll. It's all right, doll. It, did he ever talk like that? I have not seen all of his videos. I have not seen all of his interviews. I don't know all of his music. Like, there's so much music out there. I just don't know all of his music. But y'all have to tell me, if y'all want to, if that's how he spoke. Because if that's how he spoke, then that that's a dead ringer for what I heard him say. So, anyway, I'll talk to y'all soon. Have a good one.